Hey, good morning, Adam. Hey, Jack. Another day in, day in the heartland. The sun is shining, life is good. No complaints. You know, my name is Jack Mancini, and I'm here with my long-standing partner, Adam Sunalter. We have a business coaching company called Maximum Value Partners. And we also created a podcast. And that podcast is titled... Uh-oh, what is the cat title? What is the title of that? Dirty Secrets of Small Dirty Business. Dirty Secrets of Small Business. <laughs> and and you know about that because you're listening to the podcast right now. That's what you're listening to. Welcome. They had to be. They had to be. That's right. We we got a good listening audience now and uh we try to keep it keep it fresh, keep it relevant, and try to have some fun with it. But what do we do in our in our coaching, in our business coaching? We deal with companies, ideally in our sweet spot, we deal with companies that have $2 million in revenue and from one to 25 employees. Now that's not cast in stone. We sometimes wander off the reservation, usually to a bigger job, but not often, because we don't like, we don't like the bigger companies. We like uh, being a bigger fish in a small pond. It, uh, it gives us a lot of satisfaction to be able to help small business owners. And by help, our experience educationally, that's fine. But more importantly, you know, Adam and I have been working together for 20 years. And <clears throat> the small business world was, was entered by us. And we have helped hundreds of companies, small business owners, understand what it is they're doing. And as simple as that sounds, <clears throat> maybe even insulting to some people, which is too bad, Many small business owners in the target profile that I just mentioned don't understand business. <clears throat> and we have developed over our 20 years. We've owned, we've owned, operate, we've owned, operated, audited, analyzed, sell, buy. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything that, that involves small business that we haven't touched on personally or in our professional endeavors as coach. And what we like to do is take the opportunity to use our coaching. So we coach with a client in that one to 25 employee category under 2 million in sales. And we have a process that we take that business owner through, starting with his his profits, his profit plan, if he has one, some estimate of how he's going to be doing, where they'll initially so many of them fight and say, you, you can't forecast, you can't do that. Well, let me just say very bluntly, bullshit. It's very doable to run your company that way is uh, the only way to go. You got to have a sense of where you're at and where you're going with your money. And it's surprising how well you can do it with the small business. If you have a plan, it allows you to direct the operations and we put it in controls and all of a sudden you got a winner. So we have fun with it. It has an impact, very profitable. If you can be coachable, a lot of people aren't coachable. Uh, we try to get the winners and so far we've been doing okay with that. So we take a real life experience that's going on with our client coaching and we turn it into a podcast. So you get a lot of, I, I would say, infinite, infinite opportunities here to talk about the world of small business. And that's what our podcasts are, are made of.
And we have 400 and how many, Adam? Almost there, Jack. We're, we're at 378. This is episode 378. We're approaching okay. 400. You're right. Nice. Okay. Well, today we have another one. And, you know, there are lots of discussions that are tough discussions. They're a little awkward, only because they haven't been repetitive and they're, they're coming at you for the first time. And one of them on a pretty frequent basis for small businesses is tough discussions. And what would a tough discussion be? You know, firing somebody, uh, if you have a partner borrowing Fires. big bucks somewhere. Uh, <laughs> firing somebody might be a joyous occasion, Jack. <laughs> depends who we're talking to here, right? Well, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> right. But, you know, something, let's, let's say something, a, a big important project to an important customer gets waylaid or there's a big mistake made by somebody who knows better, didn't do his homework or her homework or whatever the reason, they screwed up. So the inclination is to blow into them emotionally because it's such a disruption to the company, losing big money. You don't know how to get your hands around it. <clears throat> Because you got to now get disrupted in so many fronts. So when do you talk about that tough discussion? Right now, your emotions are at a fever pitch, and you're blowing, dropping cuss words in. Just uh, you know, that's that's one way of doing it. You know, <laughs> that's a pretty common and, way, right? <laughs> I was, was going to say that's the Whoa. most common. <laughs> But if you're aware of that, you know you're not going to be as effective at that peak. You got to let it subside. Walk out, walk out and discuss. Do whatever you're going to do, you know, but don't don't time it to where you're going to start to uh, lay into that person. Right. So that's a tough discussion, you know. Tough discussions are very numerous and we could count hundreds of them if we wanted to right now. But we want to talk about the timing of those tough discussions. Yeah. And we got to talk. God damn it. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, this should have never happened. Yeah, catch yourself and walk away from the situation to uh, prepare yourself. You know, think about it. A1 employee, one of your best, screwed up, wasn't his fault, or if it was a little bit, you know, you just put great perspective. That's important. So we want to talk about that today. The timing, the timing of tough discussions. Right. And Adam Sunhalter. Yes, it's all Jack yours. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yes, welcome to episode 378 of Dirty Secrets of Small Business. And this is a, a topic that comes up a lot. You know, Jack's given a couple examples of where it might happen in normal day to day. Things happen, things go wrong, and you know, I get upset and my <laughs> emotions take over. Depending on your style, Jack, you might be able to have that poker face. People can't tell you're able to keep that emotion in. Or you might be easy an easy read, and they, they can see your blood pressure going, and your face turning red, and ready to explode, and you know, kind of happening. Um, so, no matter what kind of small business you own, at some point, Jack, you're going to have to have these kind of tough discussions. And you know, it, it may be something that happens day to day, but a couple of areas that, that that we specialize in. Um, one is we specialize in partners, and so whether it be non-related partners or more specifically, we we also work, work with a lot of couples who are partners in business as well. And so imagine some tough discussions there between partners, between spouses, couples, people who are, who, are, who are partners in business and are partners in life. 
one of the other areas we specialize in is is family businesses, and particularly with transitioning from one generation to the next. So what are those things you can say to mom and dad or to your kids or to your siblings or to whoever? And how do those things get said? And when we talk about emotion, Jack, it's, you know, when you, when you think about those close relationships, partners, spouses, family, close friends. Well, can, <laughs> I, can I just say it? Can I just tell them how I feel? Can, can I just can I just let it all out? Right? She got married. She got married yesterday. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go through my head. You know, here here we are. You know, we have a, a good enough relationship, but yeah, you know, we 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 can take these things, right? And and uh, yeah, it happens. And again, you know, it, it's going to happen. Uh, chances are, if this topic of uh, of the timing on having tough discussions is resonating with you, it's probably because <laughs> you've had an experience or two, Jack, that maybe didn't go so well. Or maybe you let that emotion get the best of you. Uh, you weren't able to take a breath. Feel that breath. Take it in through the nose, Jack. Out through the mouth. Okay, I'm gonna take that step back and try to <laughs> try to try to calm myself down. Try to bite that tongue until I can taste the uh, the iron of the blood kind of coming out, right? Um, because yeah, the, a tough discussion is a tough discussion, Jack. And if I add some emotion to it. Boy, that can be, that can be toxic. You know, uh, one of the. Yeah. Go ahead, Jack. No, I'm. I'm just saying, could be toxic. Definitely, definitely, it could be toxic. One of the many analogies that's used to talk about a small business owner that I'm sure we've used too, but I know you hear it all the time, Jack. They'll they'll use an analogy of a firefighter. Right? That's what that's what a small business owner does. You're you're constantly putting out fires. Okay. Well. When it comes to a, a a tough conversation, Jack, if you're coming in all hot and you know coming in hot, ready to go, you aren't you aren't firefighting. You're, you're the guy <laughs> coming in, add more fuel to the fire, or perhaps you're bringing in the, the the bomb to blow the whole thing up. You know, so part of your job, whether you whether you like it or not, you know, this is uh, I got Mission Impossible on mine uh, in mind now too because the the, the the latest uh, movie came out and I'm thinking about it. But so if you think about Mission Impossible, it was always the question, right? Are you not, okay, hey, your mission, if you choose to accept it, right? Well, hey, guess what? You're a business owner. You've already, whether you knew what you accepted or not, you, you accepted it, right? It's kind of like you mentioned, if you're, you're newly married, Jack, right? You're saying your vows, right? Sickness and in health, richer report. Like, I'm just saying, so I don't know what that really <laughs> means, right? So yeah, you've chosen to accept your mission as a business owner. And so part of that mission is to... You got to be the adult in the room here a little bit. You got to be. You have to try to be that calm, cool uh, person. If I can try to tap into my inner James Dalton, you know who James Dalton is Jack. James Dalton. I guarantee. Yeah, he is. I don't know. Let me see. Do you know who James Dalton is? Let me see. I'm kind of let the audience think. Yeah, Roadhouse. Nailed it. Look at that. Perfect. All, All right. right. That's, That's right. One of my got, favorite movies. There we go. We got to tap our, our our inner James Dalton. For those of you who are not familiar, uh, this is I think in nineteen eighty nine, Roadhouse, Patrick Swayze. That was his character, and um, he talked about that. He was a he was a bouncer, or he called himself a cooler, and he talked to his guys about, hey, you got to be nice, you got to stay cool, you got to you know, okay, until it's time not to be nice or not to. Be, but again, here they are in, in 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 situations. I got a guy in my face, spitting in my face, yelling at me, threatening me, right? Be nice, right? Okay, so so have that in mind. Picture yourself. You know, it's not a bad bad vision, Jack. I got I got the malt kind of going. 
Great shape. Yeah, looking good. Okay, that's a, that's a good image to have, right? Picture yourself being 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 James Dalton, right? That's a that's a good a good place to be. And I'm trying to calm <laughs> down here a little bit, right? Take take <clears throat> breath. And uh, if you deliver it in the right way, so so timing can be very very key. So like I said, you know, whether it be if something happened at work. Timing is key to make sure you address it right away. Jack. So this example, Jack, that you were given earlier, hey, if something really goes wrong, you want to address it pretty quickly, right? You don't want to let it go on for days or weeks, right? If it's a problem, you, you have to address it. Otherwise, the rest of people go, hey, is it okay to do that? Whatever that thing was, Jack, right? Whether it be telling off a customer or whatever it might be, you have to kind of address it. But it comes down to the timing. So if, if it's not immediate, okay, well, what does that mean? So, so, so what are some of the things that maybe you should be thinking about? And so... One of the things that, that came to mind for me was doing this alone. You know, the, the idea of kind of doing it in private versus public. And I know it's something that, that we often will talk about too, where if you're going to criticize somebody um, or you know, kind of correct them, it's best to do that without an audience. Whereas if you're going to praise somebody, that's okay to do that in public for, for some people or, or sometimes. But, you know, you really don't want to be having some of these tough discussions, Jack, out in public. You know, now you, you have common things. I'll, I'll, I'm going to keep going back to my, you know, my movie references are all old, as everybody knows, right? So I'm going to go back to our friend Jerry Maguire. Remember how, how he got terminated, Jack? Do you remember, remember that movie? I remember the movie. I remember him being terminated. I'm trying to think of the, the reason. So the, the, the movie opens where they're at this big conference for all the all the agents. I think they're in, in Miami somewhere, they're at a big hotel at a conference, and he has an epiphany overnight where he wants to have fewer clients and better service, all stuff. So he writes this manifesto, like, overnight. Like, it's one of those midnight epiphanies. He starts writing stuff, and the movie's so old, they had to go to, like, Kinko's, get copies made, right? Okay, yeah, you know, versus, you know, it's, you know it's, it's different. But, so, he, he puts this out there, and he say, hey, we, you know, we need less than fewer clients, and so um, he's on the chopping block. He doesn't know it, though, right? And a week week goes by and he's having lunch with his you know, one of his uh, mentees you know a guy he had brought up the, 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 if i remember the guy's name was bob sugar that uh, was the was the name of the character <laughs> so jerry's going to lunch with bob and they're, they're having a lunch and and here they are at the crowded restaurant and uh you know basically bob sugar they sit down hey what's going on he says oh, you're being fired like oh, you just see this he just props it and here you are and, Time and place, yeah. yeah. Right, crowded restaurant. And he gets to see him. He's like, "Okay, I see you did it in a crowded place. You don't mean to freak out. You can't do stuff, right?" So, people often say, "Hey, you know, maybe it's good to do it in a crowded place, Jack, because you know what? You'll you'll temper that person's reaction. All right, they aren't going to overreact and kind of lose it. And it's like, yeah. I don't find that that, that necessarily is a truth, Jack. I, I, I guess much in the same way that you know, you know, we as an owner might get really fired up and we we, we have trouble kind of biting our tongue. Well, if that person on, on the receiving side here, whatever that tough message is going to be, well, chances are they're going to maybe come back at you too. And the fact that you're in public is like they're forgetting about the fact that you're that, that, that you're in public, and they aren't worried about making a scene or anything else, you know. So, I'm not a huge fan of doing things like that in public. I don't, I don't know if your experience shows you differently, Jack, but you know, no, no, definitely private. Any anything like that, I wouldn't think of doing it in public, unless I really hated somebody. But I don't hate anybody. <laughs> and I care for him, but I don't hate him. <laughs> okay. So we got the one caveat. So except for hating somebody, okay, then it's okay. Um, 
I think it, it's you know you want to be alone. You know, so, so so if something happens, hey, look, let's let's you and I chat later, right? You know, you know, are you available later to talk? Just again, it's pretty simple as that. It, it, like, get out of the situation and and and, and 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 kind of get a time to kind of talk. Get on somebody's calendar. That way you can, you can kind of be alone. You can have you can have a real conversation because these tough discussions, Jack, they shouldn't be a one way street. Right. And, and we got to feel that way. Cause I'm sure many of us have those, those feelings. We have those memories, right. It's, I don't know about you, but I got caught on the principal's office a few times as a kid, you know, and you know, you're doing that walk to the principal's office and you, it's, that's not a conversation happening, Jack. Right. You know, we're going down there and I'm, I'm nodding, smiling, apologizing, maybe trying to make my case, but it's really not, you know, they don't want to have a conversation. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> the judge. No, that's a one-way deal. Yeah, the judge and the jury's there. They've got all the evidence that, that they need. They've decided whatever the penalty is going to be. Here it is, right? But in business, we don't want it to be that way, Jack. We want it to be a conversation, right? So uh, I think a big part of that is you know to make sure that we, that, that we're able to do it alone. Another well, picture was... yourself in a, in a traumatic uh, situation here where the emotions are running high. And you cool down. It's a great opportunity to do a. Uh, most small businesses don't have performance appraisals. Uh, a lot of pros and cons about those, but if done well in the right spirit of trying to help both the company and the individual, it can work out pretty good. Right. So if you can condition yourself not to be emotional, and defer it, defer it into the performance appraisal. And have one of those, it gives you an opportunity to look at that person emotionally and, and it's subsiding each each day that goes by and you all of a sudden have a very balanced approach when it comes time to talk to the person. Because they will think it's a firing offense for the most part. And it isn't. You know, you're a good employee, you've done well, uh, we screwed up. This has a bigger cost of screw up than other ones, but we screwed up. And uh, just be calm like that. Calm and, and easy going, and let's get to the heart of the matter. And uh, that's how you want to be. That's how you want to be known as a as a manager. Calm, calm is a good thing. I think you know. I, I, I'm, I'm laughing as you're telling mm. that story. I'm, I'm thinking back. My brother-in-law just got got married a couple weeks ago, Jack, and um, uh, he had co-best men: his brother and his cousin, who was like a brother to him. He was an only child, the cousin, right? And he would often spend a lot of his childhood at at their house, you know, because you know his mom was working, and so he was kind of like the the fifth kid. And he talked about a scene where he walked in, and I think he's maybe six or seven, and he goes, he comes into the house, and and the kids had broken mom's um, wind chime. It was like some dolphin wind chime, and it, you know, it had kind of broken into a hundred pieces, Jack. Right? It was mom, something mom loved, and, and, and the kids were so upset. They're they're crying. He goes, and so so the cousin's telling the story mm -hmm. during the speech. He goes, he goes, so I walk in, he goes, I don't know what else to do because everybody's here, they're all upset and they're crying. He goes, so I sit down, I start crying too, right? He goes, Well, if, if everybody else is upset <laughs> and kind of panicked, like maybe I should be too. But I think the, the reason that's coming to mind is you're, is you're talking about the whole idea of being kind of calm, kind of cool and collected, Jack. Well, if you're out of control and you're going nuts as the boss and you're freaking out as the boss, what does the rest of the team think? Like well, if the boss is losing it, well, must be some real serious stuff going on here, Jack. You know, yeah, yeah, maybe I should be worried or panicked too, right? To, to your point. And so we got to be aware. We got to come back to that choosing your mission. You, know, you got to be aware of how you're viewed, of, uh, of kind of how things are seen. 
And so <clears throat> if you're able to start to kind of calm down, what's, what's really good about this too, is it buys yourself a little bit of time. And what we would recommend with that time, that's a big thing that we do with, with, with a lot of our clients, Jack, was, which is we do a lot of role-playing, a lot of role-playing, okay? You may call it practice, you, may, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, but we, we like to call it role-playing where the idea is, okay, let's talk about the situation. What's it going to sound like? So picture here we are having a discussion. So it's you and that person talking. So here we are as a, that sounding board. So, okay, let's, let's go through it. So with this role-playing, with this practicing, there's a couple of big benefits to it. Uh, first off, for you to be able to hear yourself think out loud a little bit, talk it through, to practice it. Okay, because here's what I'm going to say. How's that sound? Eh, you know, not quite hitting the point, or, you know, or a little too emotional or a little too personal attack. Like, let's try, maybe try to say it this way. Or let's try to say it that way, right? So part of it is, again, just kind of listening, listening to yourself talk, because as we know, Jack, often we've got some thoughts up here in our brains. And by the time it makes it that, whatever, six, three, six inches from our brains to our mouth, sometimes things get jumbled up and it doesn't quite doesn't quite come out the way we're, we were thinking about that it would come out. So I think just going through that practice a little bit, I think will, will help for you. Know, for you. The second thing is that the person you're role-playing with, you know, part of their job is to react to you and to try to give you every possible scenario that, that might happen to a certain extent, right? So, hey, what if the person reacts this way? What if they say this? What if they say that? And so a big part of that is it is you're preparing for this discussion is you want to be ready for what might happen so you can respond. And if you're hearing something for the first time, you might not respond to it the same way that you you would if you're prepared for that for that response. So a big part of what, what we do, we tell our clients, that a big part of our job is we're helping to get you ready for those, those mm -hmm. discussions to make sure you're ready. However, that person's going to react to you, you've got an answer. You, you have a response ready to go. So you're prepared for it. So when you do this kind of role-playing stuff, Jack, what it naturally does too is it starts to decompress stuff a little bit, right? Because you're starting to kind of work through it. You're, you're kind of talking through it. And you're starting to get beyond it in terms of, hey, what's the goal here? To your point, is this a fireable offense? Are we just trying to correct things happen? Or there's ways of, but you know, as you're starting to kind of go with that, 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 that role-playing, Jack, you, you start to calm down a little bit and things start to kind of, I think, come into focus a little more in terms of, hey, what's the conclusion going to be? How do we kind of move forward from this thing? And, and and be able to kind of make that start to happen and kind of get beyond it. But I, I think the role-playing thing is it's something that's often hard for, for an owner to find. And so, you know, for our clients, you know, usually we, we play that role, Jack, as the coaches. But, you know, if you've got somebody who's close to you, maybe, maybe it's a spouse or a friend that you can kind of bounce ideas. Just having somebody who can just kind of be a little more objective, somebody who's not involved in the situation from that standpoint, can often give you some some good guidance to to help um, to see how things are being taken. Or again, just it's hard to overemphasize how important role playing is and trying to get ready for some of these very difficult discussions. Because again, it's if we go down a path sometimes, Jack, it's hard to recover from that. You say certain things, all of a sudden it's stuck in that person's mind, and they aren't hearing anything else you say because you said this, right? Whatever you said, and all of a sudden, you know, it's like I go in and get that cancer diagnosis, right? The doctor keeps talking, I'm not. I heard cancer and my mind's over here somewhere, Jack. She keeps on talking, but I ain't, I ain't listening, right? So we we want to try to try to avoid that. Talk about tough discussions, right? They don't they don't train the doctors too too well for those either. Just want to get it out. Can I, I was here it is. Boom. And then then wait wait for the wait for the reaction. So yes, timing. Timing is everything. So you, you certainly have to be aware of your emotional state. Uh, 
sometimes that can get unhinged too. <laughs> Just keep going, and you don't reconcile the event to future future encounters here. So, yes, timing. So it's, it's composing yourself. Be calm. Have a couple of uh, little role plays in your mind about people who like Dalton. They were talking about Dalton. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah, a guy standing about two inches from his nose, you know, talking about threatening and yeah, just, yeah. That's very important, to say the least. And I don't think we're, 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 we're aware of it way after the fact. And there's usually uh, not enough thinking done to correct it in, you know, your own habits. Well, yeah, that's where these, you know, this um, guidance and these 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 thoughts are coming from. They're coming from not only personal things that, that we've done, but that we've been involved with clients of ours with situations where just, you know, things just got out of hand. You know, they, they got out of hand for, 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 for a number of reasons. And I think part of what your point was, Jack, you know, part of this is, you know, what you're living a life too as an owner, right? And so there might be things that are going on outside of work that are affecting how you're seeing stuff. Because there's often the case where things come up and, and, and we're like, well, what's the big deal, right? Like things happen, like, well, what's the big deal? And it's usually maybe there's something else going on behind the scenes or something else going on at home that all of a sudden is affecting the way you're hearing stuff or the way you're reacting. Like, you know, I couldn't blow up at my spouse. So I'm coming here at work and I'm blowing up at you, right? It's all of a sudden it's that misdirected. We've all experienced it, right? We've all experienced a mis misdirected anger and, when I get those these days, I, I always laugh about because you know I've been through it enough to where I realize, hey, well, look, this isn't directed at me. I just happen to be in the area, so I just kind of smile and I put my deflector shields up and just kind of let it, you know, just kind of let it go. And, and you know, but if if you're not aware of that, also, yeah, it can also feel like, hey, you know, things get get misdirected. So having a chance to kind of talk through a little bit will help maybe provide some of that clarity, Jack. Um, another point that I've often heard you make, Jack. Which, which I really think is key with these kind of discussions. Um, be brief, you know. Just uh, now we got the timing right. We're ready. Well, now it's time to say it. You know, keep it short and sweet. Kind of make your point. You know, typically, we can usually make our points, Jack. I would say in probably thirty seconds, maybe a minute. Just kind of here's what's you know here's what's kind of going on. And then one of the hardest things to do now is the next thing, which we're going to say. Just. Just sit there and wait. Now it can it can be tough. <laughs> sure letting can. It, letting it sit in the air, <clears throat> not, not talking. I mean, if I don't say anything for for five seconds on this podcast, Jack, it seems like forever. It's only five seconds, right? Well, it might seem the same thing. We're with somebody for a tough discussion, and it's it's been ten seconds, and they haven't said anything, and I feel the need to. To jump in and nope, <laughs> sit, you know, say what you got to say, and then wait. Because part of what you're you're trying to you know keep in mind here, you know, if you've been able to, whether you've had a few hours or a few days to prepare for this, you've had some time to get ready for this. The person you're talking with, this is the first time they're hearing it, so they're 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 digesting it and and and, and taking it in in real time here, so. Give them a little bit, you know, you know, give them a little bit of time to digest what's going on. Now, depending on their style, Jack, um, as I was saying before, some folks are more that poker face where they're just going to, they're just going to sit and they aren't going to, you, you can't tell. Hey, did, did, you, did you hear what I said? Right. They heard you. Don't worry. It's a matter of their, their wheels are spinning. You just can't tell because they're, <clears throat> they're hard to read. Whereas other folks that are more verbal and they'll think out loud and they'll just, okay, they'll start, to, but 
you want to wait. It's like one of those keys with, with with negotiation, Jack. Right? It's whoever talks first is 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 gonna is gonna lose. Right? It's almost the same kind of thing here to a certain extent in terms of you you, you gotta say it briefly, but then wait, stay quiet. It's very it's it's very it's a very powerful move to say nothing. And to your point, 10 seconds to seem like an eternity to somebody. Many people feel that way. Like there has to be constant rattling going on. And it's not the case. Uh, yes, we, we went to a little uh, class. It was an online class about 10 years ago, at least. It was oh, a, it was uh, a speech. Like that, a speech a yeah, it was a telephone. So we, we couldn't see each other. It was, it was just a, a conference call. So it was phone. All you had was the voice, right? That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, the video. So, 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 yeah, no video. This is all just teleconference. So, yeah, go ahead, Jack. So, just picture that. Here we are. So there, there are about eight, eight people in the in this class, and we never, we never know what they, we never find out what they look like. So we only talk with them. And she, this uh, fancy PhD in Rondi, voice right? and communication, name? yeah, and. Uh, that was her specialty to teach how to, you know, conduct uh, group group sessions and little things like hearing somebody. If it, when when these are these are no pictures here, you get dogs barking and and people snoring and people getting up to go get something and eating. And she said one of the things that I you, you got to take away from this is the power of saying nothing. And we had to practice this. We had to give presentations to the group, each of us, you know, and went around the table a few times. And you you had to try to incorporate some of these listening devices, not devices, but uh, situations. Different and someone would be talking, and then they'd stop for effect. <laughs> and, you know, like, come on, let's go. You decide what you're thinking. Like, And then when it was your turn, that, that 30 seconds or 20 seconds seemed like about five minutes, you know, the the, the closing on it. So that's a great point. I thought of that for quite a while, that, that uh, you know, silence is power. And you're going to get people, uh, they'll be relieved when you're talking again. Because they think they might be the subject <laughs> of the talk, and well, it's it's but, what happens. Yeah, yeah, you you can I mean, you can do that. You you can do that and affect a, a meeting considerably. So yes, good good point. Well, I, I remember that like, you talk about you, know, you got eight people on a call. You know, the call's an hour long, and you know things happen, and and, and our minds. It's hard for our minds to focus that long, Jack. Right, and so what happened is. With that silence, when the silence happens, guess who notices it? Everybody, right? Everybody notices. So if all of a sudden I'm the guy who's, you know, hey, I'm, I'm multitasking here on the call, Jack, and I'm checking email or I'm doing this or that, and all of a sudden I recognize it, I'm doing something else, and all of a sudden I don't hear anything in my ears. Like, oh, crap. Wait, hey, you guys still here? Right? All, all of a sudden, like, or wait, did they did they ask me a question? Am I supposed to be? All of a sudden I'm panicking going, uh-oh, uh-oh, what, you know, what, what did I miss, right? And yet, all we're doing is we're we're practicing that uncomfortableness about silence in terms of how, how does it, you know, or if you're talking to a group, you're, you're asking that with, with that group in particular, it's like, okay, well, give somebody a chance to step forward and kind of talk. But if you talk first, you're taking the pressure off of them, so you got to let the pressure build. And that's, you know, that's, yeah, your point. It was, it was a great lesson that we we've seen, and and 
I'm naturally pretty comfortable with silence. You know, something that, that my wife and I would joke about, you know, when we first got together, because she's she's more of the talker, Jack. She has trouble with the silence. So she's gotten better with it over the years, right? But naturally, that's not her thing. It's like, hey, we should be talking. I'm like, it's okay. We can just sit quietly. So it, 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 it's okay. Um, but yeah, in, in, in business engagements and something like this with, with this kind of discussion, it's a, it's a powerful thing to kind of remember again, just to be able to keep that, you know, keep quiet a little bit and kind of see. And because what, what that'll do is it, it, it puts the pressure on them to react to you now. And how are they going to react? And I know Jack, one of your favorite things to do is to create pressure like that with somebody to get the real answer, right? You'll do that on purpose. People and just kind of pressure and do, do different things. Again, I, I don't say I'll do it. I want to get that, get that real reaction down. And silence is your friend in a situation like this. It's going to build the pressure naturally. And so as long as you're comfortable, you just sit and wait, sit and wait. They'll talk. I, I, Jack, I, I can't think of any situation where that person ha hasn't said something, right? They talk every time. You just got to, you just got to wait them out. And usually like I said, they say, they, they say something closer to the truth. Yes. You know, without embellishing it. And and uh, only because they can't think that fast. So, 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 so you, you say what, what actually happened. So, so what happens is in, in our experience, and I guess this may be our dirty secret for the day, Jack, is, you know, the drama you see on TV and movies with situations like this, it rarely happens in real life, right? In, in real life, again, picture the situation, all of a sudden, here we are having a, having a tough conversation and, and, and you're reacting, you know, in, in a way that either tells me that, hey, I'm totally freaking losing it. I'm crazy here. I'm way off base. Or you're going, yeah, I get it. You know, that, that makes sense. Again, reasonable reasonable people will agree on stuff you know and to have have something where it's kind of calm cool like that usually these these tough discussions can go pretty well we don't need to be getting red in the face and pointing fingers and, and, and yelling at each other and pounding the tables it doesn't have to be that way i understand for entertainment purposes you know if i got a camera following me around yeah okay you know we do it that way you know um you know if we're on a TV show, then go back to The Apprentice, right? Hey, you're fired, right? That was that was always the highlight of the show, right? Who's they going to fire? That was the thing. Okay, well, things usually aren't that dramatic, Jack, in in the real world when it, you know when That's it comes right. to kind of things. And you, as the owner, have the ability to help to affect that by the ways you approach it. So some of the, some of the ideas that, that that we're giving you today, whether it be again the whole idea of make sure you do it alone. Do a little bit of role playing and practicing of that, and and make sure that you're brief and start to really tap into that power of the silence part of the <clears> stuff. <throat> you can have these because Jack, it's a guaranteed thing. You know, maybe you haven't had one this week or this month yet, but they're, they're going to be coming. It's one of those constant things. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter how long you've been in business, Jack. You're going to be having these kind of tough discussions, and the better that you get at handling these things, helps to make sure that they get taken care of. Versus if you don't. That's when things can start to kind of spin out of control. People get upset. They leave. I mean, things happen because all of a sudden, you know, something little, right? Hey, can you believe he dressed me down in front of the group? Hey, if I just sort of pulled him aside, half an hour later in a room, just the two of us, he'd still be here, Jack. But no, because I screwed up and I had to, I couldn't control myself. Usually that's where it comes down to. You know, one of the things that we'll talk to the owners about is, you know, the best owners, Jack, take personal responsibility for themselves versus other folks are blaming everybody else. So chances are if something went wrong, there's probably something you could have done about it. You know, that's a big part of what, what we do. That's a big part of what we do with our clients. 
Um, that's why we have a lot of fun with our clients. That's why they enjoy being with us too, because they know that we speak to them directly about stuff like this. We have this tough discussion with them too. Yeah, but we're yeah, we aren't doing it. Yeah, we aren't dressing them down in front of their people. We're talking to them in private about stuff like this, right? You know, you know, you and I are are, are role playing and practicing these kind of things. Yeah, we yeah we 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 practice these things on, on an almost daily basis with our clients, Jack. So we're very, <clears throat> I, I would say, more polished at this because we because we're because we we've been doing it, and, and as part of our part of our business is to have a lot of these. We see an uncomfortable situation, and we jump in with both feet. Let's go, All right? I'm I, yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll these things. So you know, to me, those are great opportunities to help move things forward and to help, you know, solidify those relationships and, and make it even better. That's part of the body that keeps us together. It's, you know, we have those stories with our friends and our families, right? Of all things that kind of went wrong. That's part of the ground of keeping you together, right? I mean, that's, that's part of what, what, what keeps the company together. There's always, you, know, you got ups and downs and goods and bads, but if you're handling tough discussions well, that's usually a very good sign of a successful company and, and, and one that's going to have you know, future success as well. Whereas folks where it's got mass chaos and I don't know what I'm getting today, it becomes very, very challenging and difficult to not only retain people, but, 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 but find good people as well. Good stuff, Adam. All right. Okay. Well, we've, we've dealt with this a lot, like you said. Yeah. Go ahead, Jack. I was going to say, hey, be silent for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> We can do that. Practice, practice that. Make practice. that aware. Make make a note that you in the next meeting you have, a, let's say four or five people. It's, that's a great thing to do because what it does, you know, to, it does what we're doing. It makes you giggle, doesn't it? Because people, because you know, nobody can make it in a minute. Somebody's gonna take bets. Who's gonna Who's gonna speak? Who's gonna speak first? What do you think? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I haven't thought about that for quite a while. Well, that's all right. This is good. Yeah, you know, we've been through a lot of these things. If what we're res if what we're talking about kind of resonates with you, we, we've dealt with a lot of these kind of difficult, difficult discussions over the years and difficult situations. Um, there's ways around them. There's ways that kind of help. You know, we, we're giving you a little insight, a little sneak peek into that today. But if you're having some of these challenges, you know, you know, feel free to reach out. We, you know, we we'd be happy to help you. Um, you know, we've got a lot of other podcasts about this. Like we said, this is episode 378. We've got another 377 that are on our site. If you go to dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com, you can click on the episodes tab. You'll see all of our prior episodes there. There's a search bar there you can search for. So you type in whatever uh, question or comment you've got. It'll feed back to you whatever shows we've done on that topic. If you don't find one that suits your needs, you can feel free to reach out to us. You can email us at radio at maximumvp.com or give us a call 330-849-0670. We'd be happy to answer the question for you directly. Or we can do much like we did today, put together a show for this, because chances are, if you have the question, somebody else does as well, they'll be happy that you asked it. We have a chance to be able to kind of address that question as well. So that's what we've got for you today. Appreciate you, you, know, you all listening. Oh, I forgot to mention, too, if you if you uh, prefer listening to us on a, a your favorite podcast player, run most of the big guys, Spotify, iHeart, uh, Apple Podcasts, just go search for Dirty Secrets of Small Business. You can get our, our show there uh, and subscribe. We usually drop a new episode every Thursday morning. So we deliver right there to your smart device and get all the prior episode there as well. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review. We love getting those five-star reviews as well. So, all right, Jack, that's what we got for you for this week. We appreciate y'all listening and we'll talk with you next week. Bye-bye.